everybody. Welcome to the 88th episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tamara, and here with Tim Sullivan. It's good to be back in the studio. And we're coming at you live in the same room, not socially distanced, and not wearing masks. Ooh, yeah, we're doing a full send this Tuesday. We've been doing half sends for the past 90 days or so. Right, we had to actually, Tim had to come here and sleep in my basement for two weeks before he was allowed to sit on the couch next to me. Well, that's exactly right. You Uh, need to quarantine when entering a new state. Right. Never mind when entering a new... A state. Oh. <laughs> oh that's fucking but yeah, I'm quarantined and ready to uh, ready to breathe some maskless air. Maskless in Seattle. Yeah, as they always say, right? You know, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. How do you do this again? Dude, I don't know. It's been so long since I've podcasted in the same same room as somebody. Vicent- Vicentity? Yes, that's exactly right. Vicentity, that's definitely a word. That's definitely how it goes. Uh, but how you been, buddy? Oh, dude. Unbelievable. Just just went to the deck, had a, a beverage. Did you sit outside? Sat on, sat on I think the deck. I think there's only outside seating there, right? I think you're correct, folks. Uh, I like the deck. Nice place. Did you sit up top or below? Below up top. Ah, okay. Right? Nice. The middle nice. tier. Yep. Um... I guess I wrote things down. Did you? Yeah. Well, dude, why don't you start reciting them, man? Give right. me some, give me some blurbs to respond respond to. Ugh. Okay. Well, first of all, we have these awesome bumper stickers with our faces on them. Those bumper stickers are fantastic. Um, and if anyone wants a bumper sticker, just shoot us an email at it's dot the dot tims at gmail dot com. And believe it or not, people are actually emailing us sometimes because uh, we have a, a fairly new listener. Who listened to one of the episodes by recommendation. Yes. Um, and he immediately just rifled through the entire collection. You know what? Give him a shout out. That deserves a shout out. Mike. Unless, okay, Mike. Mike. And um, Unless he he's hiding me, behind anonymity. He might be. Uh, he shot me an email. He was like, listen, I've got to hear this fucking Aaron Rothbard episode. Oh, he, sh- he who shall not be named. He shall not be named. Who shall I just named? Mm-hmm. He messaged me Death. last week. Um, did he? Yeah. You know what he does now? Corporate real estate. You're kidding. Not a great time. He does it? Yeah. Okay. I love when people do it. Um, and he was like, I got to hear it. I said, you know what? Here you go. And actually, he might have even responded, and I didn't even fucking see it. Yeah, let's actually check right now. Um, but it just goes to show that people sometimes listen to the podcast. And also, uh, don't forget that we have fucking merch, dude. At, at I'm so sure cast.com. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we got plenty of merch, folks, and that's how we pay the bills. That you is know? how we pay the bills. Besides, I lose a mask like every two weeks, so I got to afford masks to do my, Oh, you know. Yeah, and sometimes you go to some place and they're like, how old is that mask? And you're like, I don't know, dude. And they make you throw it away and they give you a new one. Wait, that's happened to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was at like a fucking like fucking cancer hospitals so oh, I, I, well, guess, I guess that makes sense you know but still i it was like my good mask i don't know who i like more the really really pro mask people or the really really anti-mask people right right because the i but i think the pro mask people are more full of crap because they go yeah you need to wear a mask it works and you go okay cool let's just open schools up in the fall and have everyone wear masks and they go but it's still not safe oh so they don't actually fully work <sighs> sorry <sighs> But anyways, I haven't had I haven't had anyone accost me. I, I've actually been b- pretty polite. I've been wearing a mask everywhere. 
No, I have been too. I don't want to piss anyone off. No. Um, see, I, I care about you people. I care about you. I wear a mask. Well, it's also a safety thing because I know I'll be assaulted if I don't. Right, exactly. Um, so it's funny, actually, because I'm reading the emails now from Mike because I sent him the thing, the Aaron Rothbard versions, both versions. Yep. Sent him the abridged in the full length. Um, and I had to do it through we we transfer because it was too long. And he the, like, the abridged is the one that was actually posted. Was actually right? uploaded. Yes, that's absolutely correct, folks. And uh, he couldn't get it to work. So there's like four emails here. Him being like, I can't get it. Oh, maybe I got it. And then he just finishes it with, I hate him. I hate him, dude. He's not a popular guy among the the listeners. Yeah, he's terrible. And these are people that voluntarily listen to us. So it's not like these are like prudish, no. sophisticated types. No, you know. Jesus Christ. I mean, we're pretty boorish. Right? It's true. And for for even our fine listeners, Aaron Rothbard was a bridge too far, you know? Yeah, he was a bridge over troubled water. Yes, that's exactly right. A very troubled bridge. That's um, why we had to abridge that episode. Oh, oh, oh too many. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it kind of occurred to me today. So this morning, right? I'm trying to be healthy. Trying. Keyword. Um, and went for a bike ride. Oh, it was be- beautiful morning, sunny. I mean, yeah, that sounds lovely. Nine degrees, really. Um, and I noticed I do this thing all the fucking time when people are walking in the other direction, and I'm riding, walking, running. Doesn't fucking matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I do this thing where I whisper, kind of under my breath, "Hey, how are you?" Ah. So like they're either looking at me and they can read my lips, and they see that I said hi. And then did like the fucking closed lip smile. Hey, yes. Hey, good morning. Yes. And then they go, hey, good morning. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm kind of assessing this. Am I so doing So you don't this? know if they're responding or initiating the good morning? That's a good point. So now am I the asshole because they didn't see me whisper, right. hey, good morning. Right. From fucking 30 yards away. Right. And now they're yelling, good morning, huh? It's a beautiful day out. And then they think I'm saying nothing back. Right, right. But I think I'm doing it because I'm afraid if I... Remove your mask and chant good morning. Well, I'm not wearing one. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm outdoors and not near people. Don't worry, CDC, don't fucking shoot me in the head. But um, I just kind of... I'm afraid that if I do it and they don't hear me, I'm the lunatic. Right, right, right. Or they don't acknowledge me and now I'm a loser. No, but I did the same thing in pre-COVID America because I'd be wandering like... I'd be in like a hallway and I'd kind of mouth... Like, right, exactly. hey, how are you? You go, hey, how are you? Hi. Hey, how's it going? But it is weird, though. I mean, I think it's good. You know, manners are good. Right. It's a good instinct to have. And it's like you do like a half smile. Right. Where like if somebody is on looking, they don't know if you just got turned down by the person that you were smiling at. Right. They're like, is that guy smiling at the other guy? I'm not totally sure. It's tough. It's it a tough scenario. His lips are resting. So I think maybe to solve this problem, you should just... Become the guy that always bellows good morning. You know, I was actually proud of myself when I was riding my bike. This other lady was riding her bike in the opposite direction, and she sneezed. Did she say, bless you? Really far away. And then as I rode by, I went, bless you. And she, like, fucking died laughing. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, that's what, that's what we need in this world, you know? I A little went, passerby humor. I went, bless you. And then I half smiled at her. Oh, nice, dude. Um, oh, the worst is at the shopping market when you're trying to smile at someone because they cut you, like, they cut you off, and you're like, don't worry about it. Right. And you're smiling, and they just don't know you're smiling, so they're like, fuck you, man. Right. And then one of the other things, too, that actually has been convenient about the, the masks is um, they uh, like when you see someone that you don't want to talk to, that you recognize. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
you can just walk right by them. Yeah. It's like an invisible cloak. Oh, was that you? I didn't see you. You're, you're half your face is covered. Right, right, right. But the best, and, and the other thing that's hilarious is getting ID'd for alcohol and they don't have you move your masks. I've been ID'd zero times. Me too. Buying. It's fantastic. Well, but I have been ID'd, but I've, I, they haven't asked me to remove the mask. Right. And I love how 90% of the time I'm wearing a mask, sunglasses, and a baseball cap. <laughs> I literally could just rob a bank and then blend in. Yeah. Uh, it's a great time to be alive. Oh, dude. <laughs> great time to be an underage bank robber alcoholic. Right. Because no one will ask any questions. Right. You know? Oh, and man. that's going to last for a long time now because even in five years, someone can still walk into a bank with a mask on and you'd be like, oh, maybe he's... He just doesn't want to get sick. Right. Right. He's like that soldier in like Okinawa that emerged from the forest years after the war had been over, still thinking that... Right. That that there's going to be a few of those guys that are still wearing masks everywhere in right. like five years. But I respect it. You know what? I'm not going to mock you if you're that person. No. My body, my choice. Whatever. Um, so uh, what there was another thing. Oh, so oh. Yeah, oh. right. So I just none, none of the topics I have are topics. They're just thoughts that I had. Right. Okay. Sounds about right. And I've come to the conclusion that if you hurt yourself in front of people, it hurts a lot less. Because so you, like, you have to man up. Yes. If you're embarrassed and you get hurt, it hurts less. Yeah. And I have at least two examples of this that I can think of. One being when I was in UMass Lowell riding my bike to class all the time. I was hauling fucking ass up a hill. And then my pedal snapped. And I flipped over my handlebars, slammed my fucking face on the pavement. Oh, Jesus. It was a yard sale. And uh, some guy's like, oh, Jesus, dude, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking fine, man. <laughs> Yeah. And then started walking home. And then, like, as I started walking home, I was like, holy fuck, I'm fucking hurt, I guess. Yeah. But then also the other day I was getting the paddleboard in the water and I tripped over one of the chains for the dock. Yep. Full on kicked it real hard with my bare foot. Hurt real fucking bad. Fell forward into the water. Jeez. So did like a plank. That could have been like on top video on Fail Army. But there were people around. So I shot right up and then just like. Yeah. Got on the board and rode away where otherwise I'd be like, "Ah, it does make, ah." cause it it makes your mind take your eye off, like focusing on the pain, your mind's eye. Yes. If you will. Cause if I'm alone and I stub my toe, I'm on the ground for like two minutes, just on the ground, my foot in both my hands, just wheezing. But if I'm at like, the cape where I was this weekend, where I'm waking oh, up. There's, can't wait to hear about that. There's six people in the house. Yeah. If I stub my toe then, and everyone's going, "Are you okay?" And when I'm like, "Yeah, dude." I'm not dude, a fuck, fucking obviously. I'm not a fucking pussy. What do you think I was going to do? Fall to the ground right. and rub my foot for ten minutes? Right. Right. Yeah, man. People are like you guys got together and finally, and this is what you're talking about. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to discuss is oh, lately. I don't understand why I've been having really kind of vivid dreams that are weird and like about nothing. Yeah, what's up with that? You've been you've been uh, going on morning monologues in the text group about your vivid, your clearly vivid dreams. Right. Any so, what what was the you know variable that it, that's changed in your life that's making I these can't dreams so vivid? It out. I don't know. Interesting. Is it? Have you ever had a lucid dream? No, I'm still working on that. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, let me know when you, you get up to that. I know. Well, I'm, tr- I'm trying. <laughs> so describe these dreams, if you will, and I'll analyze it in kind of like a Freudian fashion. Okay, perfect. So one of them, I'm, I forget who I'm with, 
It's either Jess. It could have been you. I don't fucking really remember. Mm-hmm. But I'm walking through what seems like the inside corridors of Fenway Park. Okay. Just like a little cleaner, maybe. A lot of like tin colored columns and Just stuff. Just like a lot of like cement and okay. stuff, you know? Yep. I'm walking along. There's this guy just in front of me to my right wearing a white lab coat with gray hair. Mm-hmm. Short fella. And I was like, oh shit, that's Dr. Fauci. So I'm like, Fauci, what's up, man? And then he's like, oh, how we doing? And he didn't. He's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> that's the weird thing. He didn't have the weird fucking gremlin oh, voice. Okay, he okay. was like normal. He didn't have laryngitis. He didn't but, sound um, like Marge Simpson's sister. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't remember what we talked about, but we were chatting, and I think I was like, "Oh, it's the virus, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." So in your dream, great. you you knew him, like it was a familial. I was like, "Oh fuck, Doctor Fauci." Yeah, and okay. he was fine with talking to me. Okay, but he was in a rush. He was going somewhere. He dipped off into a room. Okay. Shortly thereafter, these like big, like grates, like jail grates. Actually, what they reminded me of is in the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Those grates. That they lock up the stairs with, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Um, that they ran through the, the, the bench through? Yes. Nice. Correct. Uh, it was like those. Those came down. And everyone just starts fucking panicking. And then someone's like, "Doctor, it's Dr. Fauci. He's going to fucking kill us all. <laughs> and somehow I knew, I don't know how I knew this, but I was in a government building. Okay. okay. F- government Fenway Park. Um, so me and some people, we didn't find a bench, but we somehow broke through the fence, right? Yep. Yep. And then everyone decided to start looting shit. So we're like running into rooms, just like looting shit. I don't really remember looting shit. I just remember going outside after people setting up a couple plastic fold out tables like this. Yep. And then neatly stacking their loot on the tables and being like, guys, help yourselves to whatever, you know? And so then like everyone would like come and calmly grab like a few things and go and be on their way. Then some, the next person would grab some loot and be on their way. So I uh, had my backpack with me. So I look at the nice table of loot. And of the loot, there's uh, gigantic bars of gold. Whoa. Um, Playing card sized bars of silver. Mm Mm-hmm. Cup of noodles. Cigarettes. Ooh. um, And like other little fun, little like bouncy balls and shit. But everything was wrapped in like psychedelically bright wrapping paper like it wasn't just a bar of gold it like was bright and said like this is a bar of gold okay you know like very like cartoon very cartoonish right so i ended up grabbing two bars of gold nice like three or so bars of silver throwing them in my bag two cup of noodles so you took more silver than gold i noticed because they were smaller they were like playing cards okay okay, because with the gold i was like this is gonna be heavy i shouldn't go overboard um and then i grabbed what are you, when it's 26, is it a carton of cigarette? Not a carton. Carton's 20. Okay. So, yeah, yeah it was a carton of No, wood. no, sorry. Carton's 10. Maybe these are like oversized cartons. Well, they're fucking massive. Yeah. It was like this big. Okay. Winston's. Nice. So, I was like, this is perfect. I'll take this. I'll give it to Eric. He, he loves Winston. He loves Winston's. This is great. Yep. So, I put this shit in my bag and I was like, all right, guys, I'm taking off. And they're like, oh, see you later, man. And then woke up. Interesting. No Winston's, no gold. So normally, when people tell me a dream that vivid, yeah, I can easily pinpoint it being like analogous to what's going on in their real life. But being locked in somewhere, Doctor Fauci, mass looting, gone on pub, unpunished. I do not know where you're getting that from. Okay, 
I mean, it must, you just must have a wild imagination. I guess so. Fauci was a cool guy too when I was talking to him, but apparently he tried to kill us all and locked the place down. So we <laughs> yeah, st- we stole again, all his gold. I, again, I I do not know where you're getting this idea of Doctor Fauci having complete control over your life. <laughs> You've completely invented this world that bears no resemblance to reality. So I can't really help you. I think maybe Boy, you're just having an off you. night. It could be. It could be. That is a very interesting dream, though. And then the night prior, oh, I had another just like weird dream where I was with uh, Jay McRobbie and this kid that's in the group of kids that I game with that I've never even met. His name's Howell, I guess. Hmm. Um, but we're like hanging out, playing games. It was recently Jay's birthday because he had like the clothing boxes with clothes. Like, right, you know the top is put in the bottom, and yep. the, the tissue paper, and you can see like that. There's pants in there. Oh, I can I can picture it. So there was a bunch of that around, and they're just gaming. And this kid Howell's wearing a um, a Looney Tunes shirt, which has like little characters all over it, but it also has like all these like almost like seatbelt material, but like straps like all over it, and like sewn in uh fucking suspenders and like just all the shit hanging off of it and i was like bro can i customize your shirt and he was like oh dude fuck yeah and i was like with this pair of scissors he's like shit yeah dude it's gonna be sick so i start cutting all the shit straps all the straps off cutting some little slices in here and there yep and then after like 20 minutes of me doing this it's on his body i'm like all right man check it out and he looks down and he goes bro you just cut up my $225 Looney Tunes shirt. No. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I thought you were cool with it. Um, I mean, I, I can reimburse it, reimburse, reimburse you if, uh, you know, it, you're it, you're upset. Right. And he's like, no, you know what, man? I've got to learn to let, let go of material items and, and customize. So thank you for customizing my Looney Tunes shirt. Wow, so you had basically a whole morality play in this dream. Yeah, so I was like, dude, no no fucking problem, man. I'll customize anything you want. Wow. And that was the dream. (laughs) Dude, that is interesting. It's weird, because again, I don't know. (laughs) So you have a dream about someone damaging someone else's property, and the person who owns the property apologizing for it? Again, I don't know where you're getting this. (laughs) You must live in an alternate reality. I just can't imagine... Anybody having their property damaged and not being able to be mad about it. He just was all about customizing. I was like, you know what? You're right, man. Well, I mean, it is customized if you're chopping up a Looney Tunes shirt. And that phrase was specifically used like four times. Customized? Customizing. Yeah. Mind if I customize your shirt? He's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Nice, dude. Yeah. So I got some nice, good old-fashioned, peaceful customizing. I'm on board. Right, right. And then the last thing I have written down here is... Do you have actually, another dream? No, it's not a dream. It's just a thought. Oh. Chris Ring actually brought up um, that he fucking went to a birthday party one time and, like, they made root beer at this place. And, like, you package your own root beer. And it brought me... I fucking remember doing that. Did you ever do that? No. I know what you're talking about, but I never took part in that. Oh, dude, it was fucking fantastic. I can still smell the place. It smells like stale beer and, like, root beer. Really? Yeah. So he had a dream about this, or he no, actually he did just, this? No, he posted on Twitter, and I forget what the fuck he said. But he's like, "Oh shit, I fucking remember going to a birthday party as a kid, making fucking root beer and bottling it." And I was like, "Fuck, I do too." Wow, dude, 
Yeah, don't recall doing that. That so must have been a Methuen thing. If anyone remembers going to a birthday party and making root beer as a kid, you know what? Because I don't really, I never really liked root beer. So I think I would have just been outside, you know, blowing balloons or whatever. What's your problem did. with root beer? I just, I, I like it now, but I also used to hate ginger beer, and I love ginger beer. True. I mean, there was a time where I hated cigarettes. Can you imagine <laughs> no. that? Jesus Christ, no. Oh, man, dude. Unfucking believable. Let's hear about your cape experience. Ah, uh, dude, the cape, it was perfect. Okay. It was the perfect combination of relaxing and just full alcohol send. Ooh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we get to the house. The mayor did a really good job cleaning it. Oh, Jesus. So we get there. It's spick and span. Oh. Uh, I think he was there the day before. And uh, we have a nice little quiet night, Karen and I, and the dog. And then the next day, friends that uh, I work with, Alex, Kaylee, Cal came down. We had a nice fucking beach day. Mm. Great beach day. That's my, honestly one of my favorite beaches around. It's honestly it's a fantastic silver. beach. It's one of those beaches where the water is green because it's so warm. The water had to be in the high 70s, maybe mid 70s. Really? Are you the, kidding? The sand is so powdery and soft. It doesn't have that like granular feel to it. Well, is the high water temperature why the great whites are so prone to... Yes. Well, first come the seals. Right there. First come the seals. Then come the sharks. Sharks oh. are a response to the seals. So if you don't want sharks, start clubbing baby seals again. Right. That'll help. Right. Um, they do make great hats. But so we had a nice... Uh, Dude, we did we did a ton of shit. Went to the beach like five times. Oh my god! We went to a bunch of breweries. We bar hopped. We went to a winery. We oh. ate out dinner. It was just a fantastic fucking time. And the creepy guy. Yeah. Actually, cloud. this is a nice little bookend from uh, episode one to now. Since this is the last podcast, just kidding. But <laughs> the Falmouth fuck uh, of whom we spoke in the first episode is Hoomst. now yeah is now in whom sorry. Is now in jail. You're kidding. So he's out of the picture. But in in his absence came no. a weird female specter. Oh, so come on. No, but it didn't really it didn't really affect the trip. But so usually I was so basically due to COVID, they like halved the capacity of the parking lot. Which right, which is they did here too. Which is stupid because all that does is have people find another way out of the beach where they're just sardine packed anyway. Right. So it makes no sense. Right. Another ridiculous uh, restriction. But so the first days, like during the week, I could just park. But then you know it got a little, got a little busy. So I dropped everybody off, made a few trips, and then I drove myself back to the house and Ubered there. Good idea. Very good idea. So I'm wait. So you know Uber. Sometimes you fucking you open the app and it's like the driver's 18 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like 18 minutes away for like six fucking minutes. Right. So it was one of those things that kept going on. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing, dude?" And then I'm in the driveway, and this lady lifts up the window <clears throat> in her house, the family fucks house. Oh Jesus! And is just like staring at me. So at first I'm like, "Well, I guess I kind of look suspicious because I'm at the end of." driveway smoking a cigarette staring at my phone so maybe she's just like a busybody. oh yeah that's super suspicious dude <laughs> well my dick was all, also out. Okay. but so she's just staring at me and at first i'm like pretending not to notice her and then she just keep, hey! dude then it's like 15 minutes she's still staring at me like hasn't moved at all 
Like to the point where I take out my phone. I think I Snapchat. I may have Snapchatted you this. Oh, I don't recall. And maybe it was out of. But I, I take out my phone like I'm texting someone and I'm just zooming in on her staring at me. I sent this to like Cal and everybody and Karen. Um, and I fucking call the Uber guy and I'm like, dude, where are you? It's been like 20 minutes. And he goes, sorry, man, my last ride spilled a slushy in my back seat. I've been at a gas station cleaning it out. I'm like, why did you accept the fucking ride, dude? Right. Like, I could have just got another Uber 15 minutes ago. And then, so he's like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So I'm like, all right, fine. So then I'm just, I lit up another cigarette. And then it's like 15 fucking minutes. And this guy's like, no closer. So I call him. I'm like, dude, don't fucking charge me. I got to cancel, man. You're taking way too long. And he was actually, he even he was like, yeah, I know. So he's like, you can just, you can just cancel. And then I, uh. And then I called another one who came, picked me up in like three minutes. And uh, it's funny because with Uber, like I always put on a mask just kind of anytime now because right. I don't want to make people uncomfortable. But so I pick up, so I put on the mask because Uber like stipulates that. And I get in and the driver's like this fucking older guy and he's not wearing a mask. And he looks at me and he goes, uh, he goes, would you like me to wear a mask? And I go, I'm only wearing this because I thought you wanted me to wear a mask. And then he goes, nah, fuck those things. Take it off. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Where do you think you're going? You're like, uh, in the Uber? He goes, not with that fucking thing on. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that worked out. But, dude, it was just a great fight. It was like, I never knew the disparity between temperatures up here and up the Cape. I knew there was obviously a temperature change. But, like, drastic, dude. It would be 89 here yeah and it would be like 72 down there jesus it's pretty fucking wild but uh just had a great time dude well what's fucking wild is like it'll be literally 98 degrees right here right in my fucking front yard and then if you walk down to like the main beach right and it's like low tide it's 98 degrees the whole fucking time and then once you like go down the little sand dip yep the fucking temperature drops like 20 degrees that's so funny that you said that because we were on um one of our last days there, we were on the beach, and it was definitely the hottest day we had down there. And so the beach was fucking packed, despite the stupid parking restrictions. Um, you know, it's like Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park says, life finds a way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh, they just fucking made a goddamn dinosaur. They did? Yeah, they, like, dug up some Tyrannosaurus, like a pregnant Tyrannosaurus, and they took, like, DNA from its embryo. And they fucking made, they used like half chicken DNA, half this thing, and they like have like a fucking dinosaur growing in a fucking egg. Really? Like, how is that not top news? Well, I mean. Well, I guess I heard it. I did hear it here where I get all my news from. I'm so sure. I'm so sure. I can't even find this thing. Uh, But what the fuck was I saying? Oh. Oh, also. Yeah, we were at the. Kanye's lost his fucking mind. But people say like it's a new thing. I don't understand it. You know when you decide Kanye was crazy? When he's no longer on your side politically. Kanye West has been insane for years. And when he was anti-Bush, everybody loved him. And now that he's anti-Democrat, everyone's like, oh, he must be a mental patient. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, but anyways. Uh, this is actually kind of funny. This girl goes, who had dinosaurs for July? And then, like, posted the thing because, like, everyone's like, oh, I bet in, like, fucking August, aliens <laughs> oh, yeah. will come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, this is something that's Mark the good, Shark should have posted. That's a good post. Dude, Mark the Shark. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Uh, obviously, I've 
I've dedicated many a diatribe on this podcast, like like about Mark the Shark. Um, and right when I decided maybe I was too harsh on him, he outdoes himself and completely, not only completely validates my claims, but of, absolves me of any guilt. Period. This is a this is a, and I know DJ and you know everyone on the board. DJ Boo, you're well aware of this, but he posts. Coronavirus is doing all this because it's mama's a hoe. Now, I get that he's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be some ironic joke where it's like kind of intentionally lame, but it's, it so misses the mark that it, it doesn't get any credit for being ironic. It's just a fucking not funny post. It's horrible. And he used an apostrophe in it's, even though it's possessive. So this guy. Gets probably I don't know what his average is. Well, and then I tried to I tried to like make sense of it because I was like, oh well, that goes back to the fucking video of the teacher, and he goes, whoever threw that paper, right. your mom is a hoe. But right. then like you try and think that through, and you're like, these it doesn't make sense. This doesn't fucking work. But look at how much of a hack this guy is, right? And I'm not alone. Okay, I'm gonna so when he posts a picture or video, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do his most recent pictures. And then I'm going to do his most recent joke tweets and look at the we'll, we'll we'll study the parody of likes. Okay, a pattern. So he posts a picture. Um, he's a groveling wokey, so he always has to make sure that he's at a Black Lives Matter protest right. or something. Yep. Um, so he posts this one. It gets 81 likes. It's a bunch of um, peaceful rioters in a uh, in a main road. So he gets 81 likes for that picture. His next one is 40 likes. It's basically the same picture. His next one gets 39 likes. Next one gets 44 likes. 58. So basically all his pictures are kind of between 40 and 60 likes. Okay. An average of 50. That's exactly right. So then I'm going to look at his most... I feel like as you're scrolling real fast, I saw the same picture fucking 18 times. Right, right, right. It was all the crowd. But yeah, you go on. Sorry. And then he does this fucking... So then he does... Let me see this one. Where's the COVID one? So then he does the Your Mom is a Hoe, and it has 13 likes. Okay? Much less. Okay. And then he does this one. Whoa, actually, how did this one... This is ridiculous, dude. What? How does he have this many likes? So now he has one tweet that says, quote, I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. Dash Kanye West, probably. So he does the Matchbox 20 quote. It's supposed to be relevant because Kanye West denies he's crazy and all this stuff. It's almost 474 likes. What? So maybe I, actually I gotta I gotta apologize well, for that. The, uh, what were the hashtags on that? Well, like Matchbox 20. Oh, that's a good point. Let's look at the hashtags for this awful your mama's a hoe. Funny tweets, funny tweet, funny Twitter, daily jokes, Twitter memes, relationship memes, <laughs> girlfriend memes. Boyfriend meme. <laughs> Have you ever seen a more groveling seek of approval? I mean, this is fucking awful. Single memes, dating memes. That's not about any girl, of those. girl memes. How about hashtag I'm a political hack posing as a comedian with awful jokes? Because that's all his Twitter gets me nowadays. It's just a bunch of virtue signaling with intermediate fucking humor that a six year old would roll their eyes at. Fucking kid, dude. But I needed to read that COVID one because that deserved to be to be called out. I just don't get it. I don't get the thought process behind the joke. 
Dude, there is no thought process. He what he does is like Mad Libs. He's the failed TMZ of comedy. So he looks at what's trending, what's popular, what's in pop culture, and then he tries to mash two pop culture things together, like Matchbox 20 and Kanye West, which apparently worked that time. <laughs> and I'm a little bit pissed about it because I meant to mock him, and now I have to retract my stupid statement. But this is what he does, dude. Coronavirus is... Why well, I can't even. Remember. It's so forgettable. The coronavirus mom is a hoe. Ugh! Just reading it makes my fucking makes me have goosebumps, dude. Ugh! Because the secondhand embarrassment. Ugh! But anyways, Mark, if you seriously though, dude, if you want to come on, we'll have a debate. You could ah, oh, he could roast you. Oh yeah, he can roast me. He can roast me too if he wants. Oh, so what we can do? We can do a two part thing. So the first. We'll do a debate. The The debate thesis is, am I a hack? So I'm going to be on the pro-hack side. He's going to be on the anti-hack side. And we'll have you, DJ Petty, moderate. Okay. As yeah. we've discussed before. Right. So then, when I win that debate, because I have so much proof. The gentleman from Los Angeles has one minute remaining. Yes. So I have on my side an arsenal of awful, unfunny tweets and Instagram posts, and he has on his side a failed career out of, after living in LA for ten years. So it's really not a, it's really not a fair battle. But so we could do that the debate, and then the second half could be him roasting us, so he can redeem he can redeem the consensus that the debate brought with his comedic chops by roasting us. Right. Actually, this is a pretty good idea. That's actually a pretty fucking good idea. All right. I'm going to write that down. Jesus Christ. I got a trivia, a pop culture trivia for you. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, which Backstreet Boys single is number one in 25 different countries? Um, in uh, Which Backstreet Boys single? I want it that way. That's the one. Nice. Um, good job, man. Cool. I guess I'll do like one more. Yeah, give me two more. Because that way I can, you know. Well, this one's easy. Who sang I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which was a soundtrack to a 1998 film, Armageddon? Aerosmith. That's correct. That's a great song. That song. music video made me like mildly fall in love with Liv Tyler. Yeah, I agree. Dude, and Steven Tyler does not get enough credit. He really should be up there with like Freddie Mercury and fucking Steve Perry. He, no one can do what he does. He if, has an unreal voice. If Steven Tyler was dead, yeah, I think he'll have posthumous. People acclaim. would be like, "Oh my God, Steven Tyler's like yeah. the best." I mean, I really think, in terms of what the human voice can do, no one can really top that guy. You know what I mean? He's unbelievable. Um, like that song. Yeah. That song's fucking lit, dude. But even like the song, oh, yeah. even a song like "Walk This Way," like nobody can fucking sing that except nah, for him. Fucking forget about it. Maybe what's his face from ACDC, but other than that, yeah. nobody else. Yep. Um, with what song did the f- the Fugies Fugies hit the number one spot in both UK and US charts? Do you have any idea? Uh, I don't know this. One. I didn't know this because I don't know who the fuck the Fugies are. Do you know the song? Yeah. Can you give me a hint? Um, if I stabbed you, but like kind of gently and you died. Um, I don't know. What is it? Killing me softly. 
Oh, all right. Well, let me do one more. Okay. Myself. Yeah, sorry. We're not going to do that one because you know that one. Got to get some new ones. Jesus Christ. Name the brothers in right said Fred. Uh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, me either. I'm sorry. Um, in case anyone at home is wondering, it's Richard and Fred Fairbrass. <laughs> Imagine if I got that. That would be impressive. Uh, I don't fucking know, dude. I guess I'll read it. <laughs> I'm reading this Rothbard with, email. Oh, I know, dude. It's so funny. We'll have to like actually read it. With what song did Take That have their first UK number one single? I don't know who the fuck these people no are. No idea. What what year was this game from? 1993? There's so much UK shit. That's Got- probably why this was at Marshall's for fucking $1.99. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I think I gave up. 1992 hit by Sir Mix-a-Lot about Big Butts was called what? Oh, uh, what is the actual song called? Just, I like Big Butts? No, it's, um, fuck, I, everyone's listening is gonna eviscerate me for this. Eviscerate. It's fucking, um, Ben, uh, uh, what is it? Baby's Got Back. Yeah, yeah, fucking idiot. Um, he goes, hey man, love the podcast. This is Mike. I'm sorry. I kind of jumped into that without telling any of the fucking listeners what's happening. Mike emails us. Hey, man, love the podcast. Uh, So on and so forth. I really want to hear the episode with the jerk that you had to remove. Thanks in advance. um, Because I'm sure you would never deny a fan. And he's correct. Pretty much wouldn't. We won't deny any fan. Uh, I was like, I'll definitely send that to you. Do you want which version do you want? The full one or the short one? Uh, he's like, dude, I want what's never been released. (laughs) Um, and then he said at the end, yeah, he goes, I want the part you almost decided was okay. And then the part two you decided should never be released. We'll pay. And then immediately after sends me an email that says, I'm not paying on, I'm not planning on paying. I just thought that was the right (laughs) thing to say. (laughs) Dude, we gotta have this kid on, man. Might have to. And then he goes, uh, hate to keep bothering you, but send me the goddamn audio because I like two days went by. Three days went by. <laughs> I was like, shit, dude, my bad. Literally meant to do that last night. Got caught up. I'll send it to you tonight. Scout's honor. So then I did. Then he's like, bullshit, I want to see the list. And then he gets, he goes, I'm in the process of building my house. No computer. And apparently, I can't make that work on my iPhone. I'd really rather you just flip you 20 to upload it somewhere so I can go out and buy a laptop. Either way, I understand. Actually, I think I figured it out. Thanks. His introduction includes, he has a huge penis. This is awesome. I'll leave a 20 <laughs> on the counter at a one-stop tomorrow for the Tims. <laughs> oh, man, dude. And then he goes, I hate it. I hate him. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, Rothbard on the side is actually, like, a pretty okay dude. I like golfing with him, but... Oh, also, I reinstated the voicemail box. Oh, good. Yeah, dude. Uh, so if anyone had been calling in the past and tried to leave a message... and if So I those, are work, all just, those are all just gone. They're, I still have them, but people couldn't leave them for a while. So okay. it's back. 978-647-7624 is the number. Yeah, leave us a message because that part's actually fun because then we can yes. engage it with people. It gives us materials. And honestly, if you want to talk shit, talk shit. I don't materials. care. Materials. That's exactly right. No, oh, dude, it was funny when I was at. Um, I went to Tripoli's right before I came here, or Tripoli. What am I supposed to say? I don't fucking know, dude. Um, stupid anyway. So stupid name for a pizza place. It's like yeah, it's my dad, my grandfather's name. I I know, dude. So it was fucking packed, right? So there's the order line, then a bunch of 
construction cones in the pickup line. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I've seen and heard about this. So I'm standing in the pickup line with like 40 people. And Dude, so they call. So I'm standing there, and then like the fifth number they call is like 262. And there's this like older guy in front of me. He's not like old, old, but like white hair, probably like 60s. And he's just like staring at the sky and like looking around, just being very like observant. So they keep calling like 262, and then they get like frustrated when no one claims it. Like, oh. So then like they get the next order up, and then they call that. And like a couple of minutes go by, and they're like, 262. And I'm like, where the f-? Like, and they, they wind up calling 262 like five times. I'm like, where the fuck is this person? And then I get up there, and. I'm, they're getting my food ready, and then the guy, the old guy that I was looking at earlier, comes up and he goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. I've been here for a while. Is my order ready?" And they go, "What was your number?" And he goes, "262." <gasps> he was five feet in front of them when they were calling his number like five times, and he was just staring at the sky, and he was just staring at nothing. What if? This guy's wife, because he got like two boxes of pizza. So whoever was at this guy's house are probably like, where the fuck is this guy? Right. And then he's going to go back and obviously tell them like, oh, they took so long to make this. Right. When he literally could have been home 25 minutes earlier. Jesus Christ. If he just stopped staring at the fucking clouds. He's staring at the sky and you just tap and you go, hey, buddy, is that, are they calling your pizza? He just grabs you by the shirt. He goes, the fucking chemtrails, man. <laughs> he's just a complete loony. Buddy, buddy, I just wanted to see if they were calling your pizza number he goes pizza i didn't order a fucking pizza <laughs> you fucking nazi he goes sorry i can't even think i'm so fucking hungry where's my order <laughs> yeah man 262 but i was like ah this poor son of a bitch better not be 262 the fucking chemtrails man man the chemtrails i wonder how many power plant nuts there are around like actually thinking like oh i don't like living this close to a power plant. i live so goddamn close to a power plant nothing bad's ever happened to me oh Oh, is that a mushroom cloud? No, I just have cancer. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you, uh, I always forget you're a cancer survivor. I know. Yeah. yeah. Man, I was just on the way here. I was smoking a cigarette wondering how you were doing. I would love to make a shirt that says, I'm a, and then it says, can't, sir, survivor. So like, <laughs> apostrophe T, S-I-R. So like, you survived when somebody asked you to put on a mask and you went, can't, sir. <laughs> and they didn't murder me for it. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. It'll be on the store actually. Give it like two days. Nice. <laughs> I actually, that's actually a great idea. You should actually do that, <laughs> and then immediately it. order me one. I also wanted to. I still haven't fucking made the. The problem is, Alex Abo. Listen, send me a really good picture of your sh- your face. Oh, that'd be a great shirt. Like looking really patriotic, and I'm gonna put your face on a shirt, and we're gonna sell it. Dude, and I, I'll even give you half the money, which will probably be one sale. So you'll get like three fucking dollars. But um, maybe we'll find one, dude. And then I want to make a shirt that says not all Karens are Karens, which yes. I still haven't fucking done. I think that's a great idea. I think it's fantastic. And Karen would definitely like it. I mean, some Karens are fucking Karens, but not all of them are. It really is an unfortunate time to, to be a Karen. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? It's not a good moniker these days. Uh, you know? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I guess if people named Dick must like have always hit it. Stop I, being a dick, dude. What I think is funny is uh that's the the name Dick. So like Richard 
right. obviously is Dick. So you think that people named Dick are going to be like, oh, just call me Rich or Richie or Richard. And you're like, no problem, because you don't want me to call you a penis, right? Right. But fucking Mike Emery's dad, his name is Dick. And like when I called him, I was like, oh, Richard Emery. He's like, call me Dick. Yeah, yeah, they like, love it. And first of all, he's the fucking coolest guy ever. But uh, I just, he embraces the name Dick. I would, I would embrace it. Because it would just, like, the more taboo the word becomes, the more it would harden my resolve to just have everyone call me that. And the more off, the more people call a person dick, the more it separates the penis from the name. Right. So now people will start calling penises Richards. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. That is a good idea, dude. Right. Suck my Richard. Yeah, yeah. On the highway when someone cuts you off. Yep. It's a great fucking idea. That's a fucking lootly, dude. Jesus, dude. Uh, yeah, I think we I think we could clean up on the merch, dude. We got some good ideas. I mean, why wouldn't anyone buy it though? Because it's one people like the indie kind of stuff, like you know, like some band. People buy like Metallica shirts. They couldn't name one song. People just like repping right. repping stuff that makes them look cool and interesting. And so, if you are wearing a shirt with Alex Abo's head on it, oh, dude, and you're at the airport, and someone's like, "What's your shirt?" And you're like, "Oh." This podcast I listen to, he's like their friend. Wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like an interesting little anecdote for for what you're wearing. I can't wait to wear a shirt with Alex. Like that's why face. people that's why indie bands sell so many freaking I bet you indie bands sell way more shirts than like fucking Bon Jovi. Because people like wearing like if you wear like a Cage the Elephant shirt, even if you're the oh, yeah. least even if you're the least hip person ever and all you listen to is like jam 94.5 or kiss 108 you're gonna wear a cage the elephant shirt if someone gives it to you because it makes you feel cool and original oh dude you're gonna get nods from people holding coffee left and right right that's exactly right and fucking uh like even on the office when um uh jim has the baby at the baptism and the baby like shits itself or something so then jim has to go to the car and change it and he brings it back wearing an arcade fire t-shirt is that really an Arcade Fire t-shirt? Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, Jim's cool. He listens to Arcade Fire. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't all, know that. All 12 members. Yeah, yeah. So it does make you kind of nod and go, oh, that guy's a little more interesting than I thought, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like that dweeb at the office that, you know, there's casual Friday all of a sudden. He wears short sleeves and he has like a little bit of a tattoo hanging out. You're like, wow, this guy's way oh, edgier than I thought. Cool. And you yeah, think yeah. of him differently. Right. I like pinning people. <clears throat> I like pinning musicians. So, like, there's this kid that works at FedEx that always does my package and shit. His name's, like, Garrett or something, or, or starts with a G. He's, he's the man in Salem. He does all my shit super fucking fast. Because there's some people that, like, they're like, oh, where do you want to send it? And they're, like, typing it. They fuck up. They have to hit backspace, like, four times. And they, like, yeah. type, where do you want to? And th- when this kid's there, I just walk in. I hand him my ID and my fucking card. Because you know that he's going to be like, are you putting this on a account and i'm gonna say no i'm paying with a debit card and then he goes okay i'm gonna need the debit card and your id so i just walk in hand him the debit card and the id nice doesn't even have to fucking ask for it george clooney at the airport and up in the air oh yeah dude does garrett have red hair enters my shit so quick no he has uh like dark brown hair and he's like he's like balding pretty bad nice but i want to be like do you play bass or do you play fucking guitar because i'm not sure right right he will be like oh dude how the fuck do you know i'm in a band you can just tell no fucking way he's not in a band right you, you can just tell. I mean? There's some people that just have that aura about them. And then there's this other kid that's like really fucking heavy and has like a, a beard. 
And I want to be like, what PC games do you play, bro? He's like, oh, bro, I play fucking League of Legends. I play... Like, you know that you I can would just, fucking be right. Exactly. It's... You can just add... Certain people you can just size up. Right. Because the thing is, it's not that... And I always wonder this. Do, does the way you look determine what you do? Or is it what you do that determines the way you look? Because You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's, yeah, never, yeah. there's never going to be... A good-looking, chiseled dude with a, a wide jaw that isn't athletic. Like, there's never that guy's never going to be clumsy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's just certain things that the way you look, just I can just tell what you do. Like, you know that Benjamin Bunker is a singer-songwriter. Yeah, I, dude, it's so funny. I was just going to bring up him. You if, know that Alex Sabot is a lead singer in a band. If you, if you, yes, if you make it to. Um, I hope Benny Bunks doesn't find this offensive because I don't really mean it to be this way. But if you make it to like age twenty six and you still have like the the arms that it's like wrist length all the way up to your shoulder, you're you're a musician. Because I I honestly can't picture oh width yeah wrist width. What did I say? You said wrist length. Oh sorry yeah. yeah. Which confused some of the listeners, but if, that's I if, cleaned it up. Like if you have like cat in the hat arms, which just the same all the way down. You you, oh, you, you play shred. you play in a band right because nobody has that physique that doesn't come to the clu- the conclusion that like they need to pick up an instrument right you know what I mean right so there's some things about it and like you said I think like a lot of gamers like the fat bearded guy right I I again would they be fat if they didn't game or would they not gain a good fucking if point. they weren't fat so it's like what what determines it I think the thing you do determines your how you look yes you know what i mean because like if you have so like musicians kind of look like musicians because in the fucking early 2000s they wanted to fit into the scene right the scene scene right and that look kind of carried on throughout their lives they're still wearing like the fucking ratty vans and the skinny jeans right and they still wear tight clothes and so you're like that kid's a fucking musician right or or they just wear fucking flannels and fucking leather jackets and you're like that kid's a musician but he's in like a fucking alternative band but my i agree with you that's that's totally true and but who else wears beanies like kind of off the back of their head i do that but i'm in a band but that's you're, why i do it but you're talking about and i totally agree with it but you're talking about people that cultivate a certain look i'm talking about their genetic makeup how they actually look their face and all that you can determine a lot like you know what i mean you're never yeah. gonna you're never gonna see a zach efron that like can't catch a football or have good hand-eye coordination right so like there's there is some component that i feel like genetically it's kind of fatalistic in terms of what right. you do but i totally agree i mean if you're in a band you're gonna you know and then there's like a big pool in the middle except i don't think i look like i'm in a band you don't you know what I mean? Which is very interesting, yeah. I just look like a fucking tib- a fucking like, loser. I just look like a middle of the road douche. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've said that before. Right. But you, um but I would pin you as like right leaning. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, I'm obviously yeah, cuz I am alt right. But then but, you have people in the middle, like in the middle of the field that like don't look like they do anything. These just amorphous group of just unsuspecting right blank but those are the people that like are watching like arrested development and fucking the office and yeah i think that's the group i'm in 
The the amorphous blank kind you of You think so? Yeah. And you just are doing like the most average things. Yeah. I don't think you do the most I mean, you are pretty average. I'm pretty average, dude. But I feel like, you know I mean what the fuck am I then? You're kinda average too, dude. Yeah. Cause you don't like we kinda just look like two fucking dipshits. Du- douches. Right. You know what I mean? Like you look like you're it, we both look like we're in sales and that's why we're in sales. Right. You know what I mean? That's a good you definitely look like you're in sales. You look like you're in sales, doubt. dude. Okay, perfect. So I guess perfect. we're the ones that break the mold on what do they do? I just have so many avenues of I got the the band like avenues yep. of, of of how I dress. I usually wear shirts that are kind of too tight. And then I kind of got into the jogger thing and the sneakers, which is like is kind of not that bandy. It's more like skateboardy kitty. Yeah, but those those are kind of those are kind of both the species of the same type of person. You could look at Kevin Magner and you could be like that kid skateboarded and played hockey. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, right, right. You can usually spot a hockey player a mile away. You can definitely spot a hockey player. because you just go, hey man, did you play? And they go, what the fuck did you say to me? But this is why I actually like the older you fight, age. dude. The older I get, the I, I'm telling you, I first when cause, like you wouldn't pin Mike DeBasio as a pig owner. No, no, definitely not. I'd picture him as a guy who works in a slaughterhouse killing pigs that played hockey. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, he definitely I, looks like a hockey player. I did interrupt your thought. I'm sorry. No, but what I'm saying is. Um, because I used to do the same thing. Like, I mean, I still shop at Banana Republic. Let's be honest. But I used, used to, to shop at Jake I used to do like the tight T-shirts and all that stuff. And I was horrified, like last year, and still, in in like up to now, the same point in time. But I, I had gained so much. I gained like twenty pounds. Okay, but I was like really skinny back then. Right, so let's right. say let's say I'm ten pounds over what I would normally be. Okay. Yep. And at first I was like, "Oh fuck, man! I have I can I have fistfuls of fat now that I didn't have. Oh. Putting my socks on in front of the mirror is like an oh. exercise and torture. It's just fucking awful. But now I really do like it, dude, because I've determined that the more happy, productive people. First of all, let me just say as a disclaimer, a lot of people are blessed genetically, where they're just biologically going to have like abs no matter what. Right. You know what I mean? Yep." I leave them out of it, and I'm not poking fun at people that are in shape and, like, go to the gym. Because I like to go to the gym, too. But I will say, super, I'd say there's exceptions to the rule, but most super happy, productive people kind of just have, like, you know, hemispherical small guts and, like, they aren't really that obsessed with it because they have better things to do. Right. And now that I can identify myself as belonging to that physique, I like it way more. Right. I'm telling you, show me a 50-year-old guy with a flat stomach, and I'll show you a guy who's no fun. His wife's probably on the brink of divorcing him, and all he can think about is caloric intake and like setting his alarm early to go for a jog. Like, Who the fuck wants to do that? So I started laughing a little while ago because this uh, Wall Street Journal thing popped up on my phone. It said, how deadly is COVID-19? Scientists are getting closer to an answer. It's like, wait a minute. Scientists still don't fucking know. <laughs> they don't know anything, dude. Which is fine, but uh, the same people, the same people that keep. How come when I call out people flip flopping, these people go, "Well, you know, you learn more information every day," and I go, "Yeah, exactly." So how come every time I question something, a douche like you tells me to shut up because it's already been determined? And then when the guys that you've been listening to 
retract a statement, you go, well, yeah, of course. We're learning new stuff every day. Right. I've, I've been in the camp. Let's not commit to this because we're finding out new information since day one. And I've been getting killed for it. Oh, my God, dude. I, it, honestly, the, the whole thing is going to go away in in four months. Yeah, uh, November 4th. Dude, these fucking bumper stickers are like really good quality. Dude, is this a sticker mule? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a Oh yeah, dude. Um, a matte finish, dude. Does it even have like the two Oh, it doesn't have the two yeah, things I know, to but peel that, it on the back. But you know what? That's probably a sign of I bet you the the more like integrity-based stickers have this. Right. Dude, you, this you is could, fucking nice. You could like put this on the ground and drive a car over it and it would still be fine. This is fucking so smooth, dude. Dude, listen to this sticker. Oh, that sounds so good. Isn't that fucking sick, dude? Dude, Sticker Mule's the fucking best. Listen, dude. if you guys want a gigantic bumper sticker that says, I listen to I'm So Surecast with our dumb fucking faces on it, let us know. How, Alex, you're definitely getting one of these. Just how fucking, big is this? 12 inches? It's literally the size of Tim's shoe. Yeah, it's a foot. Send me your fucking address. I'll send you a bumper sticker with our faces on it. And some other shit. I sent Danny Bergeron like fucking 40 stickers. Danny, are you listening? Of course he is, dude. Slide into my DMs if you hear this. I got the... We got holographic stickers with like Pokemon cards. Dude, the holographics are sick. Dude, I still to this day remember going going to Chris's comics with my dad during Pokemon season. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I was probably like 12 or something. And being like, Dad, I got to check out the fucking sweet Pokemon cards. I hear they have holographics, like, in a case. He's like, all right, let's check them out. And I wanted to get, like, a Charizard, but those things were, like, a fucking 60 to, like, $100. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm obviously not going to make my dad spend that much money. So I was like, what can I get for, like, 12 If you did drop that kind of dough and never opened it, like, what could a Charizard go for nowadays? I think they go for, like, stupid money they now. They do? Yeah. I think, like, $1,000. Well, there's that fucking asshole that went on uh, the pawn shop. And he had a box just of Charizards, and they gave him half a million dollars. Are you kidding me? Not even kidding. Um, what the fuck, But I dude? remember picking out the reasonably priced holographic Hitmonchan for $12. And then I was like, nice. I got, I got a fucking Hitmonchan now. And then I went home, and I was like, why did I get this thing? <laughs> the, the, the only thing I never part, partook in I was... The Pokemon thing. I never got into it. That's fine. And what I'm fucking pissed about is the whole fucking time you're buying Pokemon cards, your parents are like, this whole thing is stupid. It's a fad. These things are worth nothing. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, because when I'm fucking 30, I'm going to sell them and they're going to be worth so much money. And like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. And now they kind of, that is sort of true. Like right. some of them you could actually get decent money for. Right. What the fuck did I do at the age of goddamn 17? Gave my binder of Pokemon cards to the kid across the street for free. No, like, are you fucking stupid, dude? Dude, such I, an idiot. I remember that's kind of like me, but instead it was a binder full of women that I gave to Mitt Romney. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> dude, I wonder how much money that binder would be worth now. I at least two hundred dollars, which would be pretty good. I know. I'm so pissed at myself. Dude, for doing but things that. were Even always if those kind of are worth zero dollars. Still having that would mean so much to me. But dude, the weird thing too is like things were still kind of expensive back then. I remember in like 1998, my mom go to McDonald's and a Happy Meal was like seven bucks. Was it really? Yeah, like that's that was fucking a lot. 
Dude, fucking remember Razor scooters used to be like $160? Yeah. Yeah, which is now just you can absurd. Buy one for like 35 bucks and break it in an hour. Yeah. The fucking Razor scooters. Those are like talk about a perfect a perfectly executed executed fad. Like nothing about the Razors was really actually that fun. Yeah, it was a scooter. Like if you're going down a hill on a longboard, that's fun. But see, you're talking to someone who made but you're doing, like, tricks and stuff. Right. I was making five-minute videos of me doing, like, tail whips and stuff. Yeah, like, that's fun. But with I'm just like, saying... With, like, a newfound glory soundtrack in the background. But most people that got the scoot, like the razors just to fucking putt around in were probably just like, this is stupid. Right. But whatever. I had a six scooter. It was like a fucking... I think it was a mongoose scooter. I just immediately think of, of Boo hopping up on... The fucking ledge of the frost and doing like a bar spin and then like hopping back I'm off. Sick of That's yeah. exactly where I was going. Nice. So it's my job. And then he goes off a off a dirt jump and like sort of does like a fucking tabletop and then like and, and then he does like a fucking uh, a fufanu. I just remember the whole fucking video like yeah. in my brain like not like just everything. Dude, you're a Mapuche fanboy. Let's face Damn. it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Boo, still waiting on that invite to a uh, pool party the next the next 85 degree plus day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be waiting by the phone. He goes, all right, man, come by for a pool party. We're like, all right. We show up. There's just Dr. Fauci sitting in a chair. He goes, <laughs> with a bunch. And it's just Matt with a pile of statistics <laughs> just to prove us wrong and everything. Because I hear you guys got some uh, things you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's in like a, uh, he's in just a t-shirt and jeans, like has no intention of going swimming. <laughs> it was literally just an intervention. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then we look over and Dr. Burks is in the pool, like spitting water up. Like, <laughs> oh, oh man, great time to be alive. He was supposed to pinch my leg if he was running short of air. <laughs> oh man. Good old Fauci dude. I'm doing the coochie move. This is what Cooch does. Cooch gets a loud cup with ice. He and puts goes ice on a in a third. Yeah, but then he gets so drunk that he just disappears. I haven't seen him since. No, it was definitely post-COVID America. He's even one to just like the. I think so. So I probably show up in the group chat every five, every three to five messages. That's minutes. Sent. <laughs> okay, yeah. You probably show up every thirty to forty. I was gonna say like twenty. Yeah, maybe that's probably Cooch is like every ninety five messages. Well he's like sent. he's like Bigfoot. I think he's only been seen like fifteen times. Oh, he's super elusive. Last month. He'll just like pop in out of nowhere and be like, Let's fucking go in all caps and be like, Let's eat some pussy and then like he'll disappear. Yeah, you know the thing with him is I think he's in like for us, the New York Hawks exchange is like the big one. Like for me, my group chat that has the biggest head count, he's probably in like twenty five. Oh, I can't even imagine. He's probably in like twenty five of those, so he just doesn't even have time. And the thing is, he's probably in other. He's probably in five other chats with the same members of the New York Cock Exchange. Right. So like he, I'm in actually at least one other of those. So that's true. But also, since everyone's his cousin, he probably has like six group chats that's all like the cousin chat one two three four five and six and then there's no overlapping cousins in any of the chats right and there's 10 members in every chat that's exactly right i bet that's we need to go through his uh his text what do you call him dude i remember fucking being in an elevator and i mean i can't even fucking say this in today's world but I, thought I, was, you, I thought you took steps to avoid elevators 
Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm in an elevator with Cooch in this like gigantic jacked black guy just comes in and like stands in the elevator facing the opposite way. And, uh, Cooch just like, I forget what the fuck he does. I think he might've said the N word maybe, or he just like gets in this dude's face and I'm like, Cooch, what the fuck? And then the guy goes, Oh, Cooch, what's good, my man? (laughs) And, And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like sweating. Yeah. And then like we get off the elevator. I'm like, who the fuck's that? He's like, Oh, my cousin. I'm like, it's not your fucking cousin, dude. <laughs> he says everybody's his cousin. Everyone's dude. a kid's fucking cousin. He's told me with a straight face, like, so-and-so's his cousin. And then I, I see so-and-so weeks later. I'm like, oh, you're Cooch's cousin, right? And they're like, no, I'm not I'm not actually related. Dude, like, Marky Mark and the Funky Munch, that's Cooch's cousin. Like, I could have sworn that uh, Liam was actually Cooch's cousin. Oh, dude, can you tell the, briefly, real quick, can you tell the story about how you pretended to be Ross Sarmento? Wasn't that what happened? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we used to go to the gateway like every Wednesday. How did that story pop in your head? I don't know. The, I don't know. Cousins, Ross Sarmento, no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> we used to go to the uh, the gateway in Lawrence. I guess it's just gateway. Um, I don't think there's any article prefacing it. Someone's setting up fucking fireworks? It's the goddamn like 20th of July. Yeah, what the 21st. fuck? 21st. So we used to go to Gateway every Wednesday when I was in college. So, um, who it was Chris Altervino's sister. That's what it was. So we used to call her Wham, me and Joey, for what a mess. Because she was always so drunk all the time. But, so we used to sit outside at Gateway. And I used to see uh, Altervino all the time. He was always cool. And then, like, he would make... He wasn't there all the time. Like, but... He was there enough to regularly see him. Right. So we're out back, and this girl comes up to me, and she puts her arms around me and kisses me on the cheek. And she goes, oh, my God, Ross, how are you? (laughs) And I just, like, rolled with it. I was like, I'm good. How are you? And I was with, like, Eric and Joey and, uh, like, Rainy and all these people. And so she's like, oh, my God, I heard you. It's so good to see you, like... Uh, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, are you still living on?" Uh, and then she would name the street, and, like, and I would like, I would say it like a millisecond after, so it looked <laughs> like, like, it'd be like, "Are you still on?" Uh, you know, Miller, Miller's, Miller Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're then, like still a communications major. She's like, "How'd you know?" Yeah, and she was so grateful to see me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So then she walks away, and then this went on like every week. So we would, because we would go there every Wednesday, and she would always come up to me. She'd give me a hug. We would talk for like a minute, and then she would go back with her friends. And then, like, I would see her again later in the night, and she'd like wink at me and stuff. Jesus. And this went on for about three months. And one of the times she came up to me, and she's like, Oh, I heard you and my brother aren't getting along. Um, I hope everything's okay. And I was like, And I knew her brother was Chris Altavino, so I was like, I was like, no, I get along fine with your brother. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And so she was like, oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are like talking again. And then I, one day she, I'm outside. She walks up and just fucking like slaps me like out of nowhere. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, you're not fucking Ross (laughs) Sorrento. Like, fuck you. And, like, flips out. like And it's, like, made, like, a scene. I was, like, super embarrassed. There was, like, 20 people just staring at this altercation. 
She's like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, all stuff. And I was like, what? And then, like, as soon as she walks away, we all start laughing because, like, we knew one day the jig would be up. Right. But I guess what happened is because I knew her brother Chris, I never saw them at the same time. So I guess what happened, and I actually knew, know Ross Sermento. Right. Yeah. Not like well, but I know who he is. I knew who I was, like, doppelganging. Um, but, and I guess he was, like, not in a good place or whatever. Okay. You guys For, don't look anything alike. By right. The way. <laughs> but I guess he was, I don't want to, I don't want to slander the guy because I'm not entirely true. I'm not entirely sure if it's true. But anyways, he was in a place that it, when she saw me looking in full health, made her really happy because she thought it was him. Right. So I was kind of like. You didn't she, rob her of that. We didn't want to rob her of that. <laughs> right. So she slaps me, makes a big scene, and um, I guess what happened was that was the day where all the chickens came home to roost. So she walks in. Chris and I look at each other at across from the bar. I guess we made eye contact. And then he walked past me outside. And I guess she went up to him, and she was like, are you not getting along with Ross again? And he was like, what are you talking about? She's like, you just walked right past him without saying anything. And he was like, Ross is here? And then she goes, yeah, he's at the fucking bar. And then she points me out, and he goes, that's not Ross, that's Tim Sullivan. <laughs> and then that was when she walked up and fucking slapped me. And everything just came to a screeching halt. Oh, but I, I was able to kind of charm my way out of it. She wound up like kind of seeing the humor in it and, yeah. and then we, we ended up being cool like it kind of became a running joke where like after that like she, i would actually like talk to her and stuff and she she did kind of find the humor in it but she was because <laughs> dude this went on for like three or four months like this went on for a long fucking time where every time she saw me she would like give me a hug and a kiss <laughs> and like talk to me about like a childhood i never shared with her <laughs> And so when it blew up, it was just because I, I knew the day was coming. But the thing is, she like sucker slapped me. Like it's one thing if she came up to me, got in my face, and then slapped me. But it was like I was just at the bar, and some fucking girl slaps me. And there's two reactions when you get slapped. One is cause the thing that I hate about getting hit in the nose or the other eyes is it 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 uh, heightens the sensitivity in your tear duct. So even if you're not hurt, you look like a little bitch sometimes. Right. But luckily, this was low enough where that didn't happen. Now, here's the thing, dude. You were in a bar surrounded by people. You got slapped in the face. <laughs> it all comes it full circle. It didn't fucking hurt. That's exactly right. You're like, I can't look like a bitch, so it doesn't hurt. Exactly. Dude, that's probably <laughs> true. If she slapped me like in an empty parking lot, I probably would have been like, fuck. You'd be like, that fucking hurt. What but, the uh, fuck? No, but the thing, when you get slapped... So, again, there's two possible reactions to it, but the most common one, which I experienced, is you get this primal rage. Like, you get enraged. Yeah. Like, when she slapped me, I didn't even have time to know who slapped me or for what reason. Because the reason was, I guess, justified. But when I just first got pelted in the face, I was just that animalistic impulse to just, like, start. You began winding up. I was so fucking pissed. And then I was like, oh, it's her. I was like, oh, she must have just found out. And then, like, <laughs> right before I could complete the inner monologue sentence, she was like, you're not fucking Ross. Like, of course not. I'm fucking and, Tim uh, Sullivan. And I remember, and Joey was right next to me. And uh, Joey made it worse because he was like, he has that smoker's laugh where he's like wheezing. He's <laughs> laughing so hard. And like, that's, that's insulting her more. <laughs> and. 
I remember, and then Chris came over to me and found it funny like immediately. Because I guess he really doesn't like Ross. So it's not like, or didn't at the time. And um, dude, it was so funny. I can't even believe, I, I thought the first time when she mistook me for him, I thought it was just going to be like, a 30 minute thing that she's right. got to find out. And I thought she was honestly going to come up to me like a half hour later and be like, Oh my God, sorry. I thought you were someone else. Right. But this went on for months. Like the to- hole just kept getting deeper and deeper. Yeah. And, uh, it was fucking hilarious. I forgot about that story. And then Ryan Allen's like, wait, you thought he was Ross. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. They go, uh, first of all, talk about a guy that like that guy actually picked up like really hot chicks, and I don't know why he's so like. Want to get out of here, <laughs> dude? He's like four eleven, and uh, dude, there would be some like smoking hot chick at my cousin Anna's house, and we'd all be like drooling over this girl, and then they'd be like, "Oh man, look at Ryan, he's gonna go to bed with her," and then someone would be like, "And some," I was like, "How does he get these girls? Like, there's nothing physically appealing about him." And they go, dude, he's just a fucking sweet talker. And then I walk by him on the bathroom. He's like, yeah, so the other day, I'm, I'm like, this guy's it's not exactly a fucking silver-tongued devil, dude. It's not, this guy's not reciting Shakespeare. He's just talking like fucking Wheezy from Toy Story. I, I honestly, that guy must, because now his heyday is probably over. And I always liked Ryan Allen. But his heyday is definitely over now, and he must just, be like, how, I don't know how I fucking bang. He could probably look back, and there's probably 20 really, really attractive girls that he got to bed. And he must just be like, I don't know how. Right. But Jesus Christ. But I do, if Ryan, if you're listening, I do like you. But yeah, we do like you. We're just really confounded by oh, how you got. God, my fucking neck. How you got banged. Jesus Christ. Neck problems? Christ. I guess. Apparently, this is what happens when you turn 30 and live next to a nuclear power plant. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, listen, okay, 978-647-7624. That's our voicemail. You can leave us a goddamn message. You can ask us questions. You can talk shit. You can call us fucking assholes. Whatever the fuck you, you can spout. You can read statistics about COVID-19 if you want. I don't give a fuck. Just do something. Yeah, dude. Just Use it. engage. Participate. Participate. Participate in the art. Um, then we have its.the.tims at gmail.com. Fucking send us an email. If you want one of these bumper stickers, guess what? They're free for you. Dude, they're high quality. Bu- these are the type of bumper stickers you can keep on your car and peel off two years later and it'll just be one swift one peel. Little thing. They're high quality. Yeah. And we don't fucking guarantee that if it comes off in a couple pieces, so fucking be it. But it's not <laughs> like the papery kind. It's like, it's like vinyl-y. You yeah, know what exactly. I'm exactly. It's like a inspection sticker type quality. Yeah, right. Oh, the motherfucker that put the goddamn inspection sticker on my car. Oh, you do a crooked? scrape it off, right? Oh. So so he scraped off half the old sticker and then just slapped it on. So now there's like two colors. I hate that shit. Fucking kid. I got my inspection the other day. Did you? He did a good job. Did you pass? Yeah, I fucking passed. He goes, hey man, your bumper's concave, but I'll pass you. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah, so it's dot.tims at gmail.com. Send us a fucking email. We'll send you a goddamn bumper sticker for free, dude. You just got to send us an email. That's it. Yep. That's the test. Yep. It'll cost me like fucking $3 a piece to ship you a fucking bumper sticker and just, you're not going to do just it? Just fucking do it, dude. I can't even afford this and I'm going to do it for fuck's sake. Um, oh, what else? Oh, I'm so sure cast.com for merch. We have merch. To get us some merch. And now I'm going to make a new shirt tonight and put it up. I'm going to put it up. Reach out to us. We'll send you some merch. No, 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 no. Reach out to us. We'll send you some stickers. You got to buy the merch. Well, that's right. 
But yeah, reach out. We'll send you stickers. Don't reach out, and we'll we'll send you hand gestures. Yeah, right? I mean, just fucking. Can someone just send us something? God, just someone send, send, me, us send me a sign. Send me a text message. Send me a fucking voicemail. Send me a a fucking. Send me money on Venmo. Like we're, fucking Alex Abo does. Dude, we're like the guy with the whistle in Titanic and the lifeboat sifting through the floating cadavers asking if there's Is anyone, anyone out, there? out there. Just fucking let us know you're alive, people. Is anyone alive out there? I mean, is it too much to ask? Imagine if that's another movie quote we exaggerated and we go to watch the Titanic. Uh, it's like, anyone love it? Or? Dude, we're doing that. The, okay, the next episode I'm pulling. I actually had an idea for this episode and I never got around to it. And I was going to pull sections of songs that really fucking annoy me. Yeah. But I'm going to do it either the next time or the time after that. And okay. then one of those times will be movie quotes that we blow out of proportion. We should, what we should have to do is, is yeah, let's come up with like... and. The honor system where we won't watch the movie. Old movie quotes that are etched in memory. Right. And then we'll have one of us recite them. Right. As we remember it. Yes. And then we'll play the actual clip to see how disappointing it is. Yeah. We're definitely fucking Because, dude, that. Every, it's not even just us. Like, everybody does it. There's so many movie lines that people remember in a totally exaggerated way. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. We're going to The Gord of the Weirdo one was the worst. Uh, Wait, do you have the? They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. And then do you have the? Uh, do you have any bread? Do you have bread? We have potatoes. I literally, <laughs> I literally remembered it. Like, do you have any bread? We Wait, have potatoes. Where is this again? Oh, yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if you go to a restaurant looking for a bread basket, and this is the reply from the waiter. Do you have bread? We have potatoes. <laughs> They just give you a basket of baking potatoes, like uncooked. Even like the, just like the distance between them. Do you have bread? Yeah, they're like 50 feet How away. How it actually happens, they're like a foot apart. Yeah. But in my memory, he's like, like uh, 300 yards away running, covered in dirt. He's like, do you have any bread? Just one more time. It's like, do you have bread? We have potatoes. <laughs> like, why is he that... Solemn. His disappointed sigh. We have potatoes. <sighs> uh, yeah, like, like even that guy's like, oh man, I wish we had fucking bread. <laughs> He's like, it's been my lifelong dream to yeah. have fucking bread. Yeah. All we got out here is fucking potatoes. Oh man, and loads dude. of fucking oil. And I got a shitty son named Eli. That's a piece of shit. Well, there's a callback line to that too because there's uh, Daniel Plainview uh, is prospecting another oil mine and he goes into the town to kind of like pitch them the idea of like turning them into like an oil town oh, i thought you were gonna say pitching them idea of having bread <laughs> <laughs> no but he goes he goes in uh he goes i think it's a shame that any man woman or child should consider having bread a luxury ah and then he meets fucking mr sunday and he only has fucking potatoes oh son of a bitch Probably. so he says that before the yeah oh god i gotta rewatch because apparently i've been trying to get karen to watch it for <laughs> Dude, I'm like, dude, it's only three hours. <laughs> we, I was actually going to say we should have a night where we just make the girls watch it. But I know that that would turn into them just like not watching it. It's just going to turn into them not watching it or they're everyone's quiet, but they're just on their phones the whole time. Right. And at that point, like... It would I, turn into you and I sitting here watching it intently and them in the kitchen like... Yeah, yeah, Watching yeah. Harry Styles music videos. This is why, this is why movie theaters do reign supreme because... Yeah, people still go on their phones and whatever in movie theaters, but it forces everybody to just 
watch the fucking movie, dude. Like, there's so many times you're watching a movie at home, and I know the other person on the couch would be way more into it if we were at, in a theater. Right. But now, I oh man, and not, don't get me wrong. Like, there's stuff I watch where like I'll be on my phone now and again. But like, I I tend to really engage with movies, but. Movie theaters really at least you can go in. If you have a movie that you really want someone else to see, right? You gotta go in a movie theater if possible. It's true because anytime I'm like, oh, you gotta see this movie, it's fucking amazing. Like thirty minutes in, I'm like stressed out because I'm like, she yes. probably doesn't think this isn't that good because yeah. it's not even as good as I remember. Yeah, dude. I know that happens to me all the time. <sighs> yeah, but you know you would enjoy it thoroughly if that you didn't have the pressure of them being there. Oh yeah. Yeah, fuck, I hate that. And then all the time we'll be out and we'll be talking. You guys will talk about movies and it'll be like, oh, yeah, fucking The Parasite, best movie I've ever seen. And Justin will be like, oh, we got to fucking watch. I don't want to see that so bad. Then every single time we're sitting on the couch, I'm like, you want to watch a Parasite? She's like, eh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, know. I don't know. I'm not in the mood for that. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, and the mood thing's fake because I've there's been times where I'm not in the mood for a movie. But if if I lose on a veto and someone puts it on, if the movie's any good, I get into it. Right. Because I've done that too. Like, I'm not in the mood to watch a fucking this movie. And then, like, if someone overrules me and the movie starts within five minutes, I'm into it. I mean, and I'm pretty fucking easygoing when it comes to what we watch. Because there's been times where she's watching Jeffree Star makeup tutorials. And I'm just, like, watching it. Like, Dude, I guess I'm this the, is what we're fucking watching. I'm the same way. And I get kind of into it. I'm like, oh, he's kind of funny, huh? She's like, oh, he's the best. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't. You have that reaction to stuff. I and I'm like, ah, I didn't really like the purple blush she did there. What the fuck is happening to me? <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. Pull the plug? I guess we're pulling the plug. So, goddamn, I'm so surecast.com. Buy our fucking merch. You send us an email. I'll send you a fucking bumper sticker. I'll send you a fucking bumper sticker. Do you understand? It's going to cost me three fifty. Yeah, dude. Um, plus plus postage. Well, that's the postage is the three fifty. Oh, right. I forgot the bumper sticker's already paid for. I think it's going to be three fifty. Oh, Is it really that the much? the cost of the bumper sticker. Jesus. I didn't even factor that in. Fuck. Fuck it. I can't do it. It's too expensive. Too expensive. I'm the one paying cancer bills, and you guys want free bumper stickers from we'll, me? We'll just email it to you, and you can print it on a computer paper and tape it to your bumper. Everyone goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nobody here asked you for a fucking bumper stickers, <laughs> pal, okay? Uh, but listen, listen, I got bumper stickers. I got stickers. I got whatever the fuck you fucking... I do really like that uh, I'm a cancer survivor. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking doing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Uh, also, if you want the Aaron Rothbard unedited version, you can just email us. We'll send it to you. At your own fucking risk. Yes. I didn't know what the word was. All right. I guess that's it, man. Um, I want to get like sultry music. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? Fuck. Like uh, elevator music kind of thing? No, just like, I don't know. Just like sultry music would be like... Hey guys, thanks for listening to. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'm so sure, Cass. Be sure to turn those beds down and brush those teeth. And I love to get like a really quick pace two step of like a uh, banjo outro for when we're like really getting excited oh, at the end of it. Oh yeah. Ba 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 ba. Ah yeah, we got that. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, be sure to wash your balls. Directed by Larry Charles. Behind your ears because it's the 50s. Mm-hmm. As if, like, behind your ears is really that 
fucking dirty. Dude, it does get dirty, though. It kind of does, but I love how that's the saying. Did you wash behind your ears? Well, you know what it is? Because it's, it's like a cleanliness thing. Because if you if you do wash behind your ears, it's be, that implies that the rest of your body is definitely clean. Right. It's like the same reason why bands will ask for like only green M&Ms in their fucking green room. Because it means that they also... It's attention to detail. Yeah. They checked the weight restrictions on the stage if they did that. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. All right. That's fucking it. All right. Well, uh, see you later, folks. I'm so sure